0: Today, in the Attorney Career Advice podcast with Harrison Barnes.
1: Ideally, really the most important thing is having access to work. You need to be focused and interested in what you're doing. And you find groups and then you try to find mentors and a network can be very helpful. So this is a fun topic. I looked at this PowerPoint, unfortunately, just a short time before we started. And this is based on a lot of the stuff in this this particular PowerPoint is based on a much older article that I wrote years ago. And I probably, I would do it much differently today. So I will go through the PowerPoint. At the beginning, I do want to talk a lot about changing practice areas and some of my thoughts about that and reasons to switch practice areas that you should consider if that's something you're interested in. And then at the end of the webinar, I'll just take a quick break. This is not going to be that long of a webinar, uh, but anyway, we will go through the material. And it's actually a very important topical area. To get started, most attorneys end up in the practice area, They're in many cases, without even choosing. It. And you may get into a practice area without making any choice about which practice area you're going to be in. So some examples are if you are in law school during a very good economy and you go to a big law school, you may just find yourself doing corporate-related work, even if you're not a Fit for it. You may find yourself doing real estate work if you have something about real estate in your background, or if you look on paper like you might be a good fit for it, or if a law firm just needs people. You might find yourself doing patent law if you're working and they have some scientific background on your resume. So there's all sorts of ways that people end up in different practice areas. If you go to a smaller law school or a local law school, you may go into a consumer facing practice area, which could be personal injury or just consumer bankruptcy or tax rate. There's all sorts of practice areas that people go into. And so it's crazy the way that people get into different practice areas. And I'm not saying that there's not some sense to it, but it can actually be very dangerous and very bad for a lot of people. And I'll talk a little bit about that in a few minutes. But this is actually now a very good time for you to be learning about this because I do think that the economy at the present time is going through some major changes. And all you have to do is watch the news. And just like in the last financial crisis, you had Bernie Madoff and all these sorts of things. Now you have new financial crises with FTX. And, and then you have 11,000 people laid off. Facebook and Amazon's laying off tens of thousands. There's just the economy is going into a very rough period of time, and because of that, typically what always happens when the economy gets bad is all the attorneys that were hired uh, into major into large law firms. A lot of them were hired into corporate practice areas, and deal flow stops, slows down, and then when companies slow down, they stop using outside attorneys as much. And so, if you're in certain practice areas, especially transactional ones, which include corporate, real estate because when interest rates get high then the deal activity slows down and that's what's going obviously the real estate market this can have a very profound impact on your career. so you have to say should I ch- is it smart to change practice areas right now or should I do something else? Am I going to lose my job? All these sorts of issues and thoughts come up for attorneys about their practice area when the economy is bad. Another thing that happens when the economy is good is that everyone wants to go into their practice area where there is a lot of demand. So there's a lot of demand for corporate and litigators and always want to go into Corporate when the economy is good because they hear about uh, all the success stories there. But the path you wind, the type of practice area that you wind up in is often just a product of the economy at the time. And then in addition to the economy, sometimes it's just the kind of law school you went to, how well you did in law school and then the geographic market you're looking in. So if you're in a law school in New York, the odds are if you go to a, a big law firm in New York, you're going to wind up in corporate. But if you're in a big law school in DC, you're probably going to end up in something related to litigation. It just depends uh, really on where you went to school, how you did, and the economy. So the reason I say that the path that can be insane that people end up in the practice areas is you may go into a practice area that you have no interest in, and that is not a good fit for you because of the economy and other factors. And and that can often happen to people, and it happens to lots of people. The final thing I would say before I move on with this is that when you are in a practice area and thinking about switching practice areas, a lot of people that try to switch practice areas, not all of them, but the majority of them, when they do switch practice areas, come back to the new practice area. And they often find things that they don't like about that practice area as well. So a lot of times being unhappy practicing law may have more to do with the practice of law than it does the practice area that you're in. Not always, but a lot of times it does. And it or could have to do with a practice setting. So sometimes you may be unhappy in a law firm practice setting, but you might be much happier in an in-house or government or public interest or academic practice. The practice area that you're in, it's not often the problem, it's often the practice setting, or it could be the size firm or the type of firm. Large law firms are typically, there's less client contact and they're more impersonal. Then smaller firms typically will give you more client contact and maybe be more personal. It just kind of depends. But there's all sorts of different ways to think about what's making you unhappy and what you don't like about practicing law, then the practice area. And then a couple final points would be if you're unhappy in your practice area, many attorneys are unhappy in their practice area just because they're in the process of learning a practice area. Learning a practice area when you're at a firm and you're learning, a lot of times you will be criticized, felt like you're incompetent and not understanding material and nothing you do is good enough and you may be working with a a certain partner that has very high expectations and that may make you think that you're not good at what you're doing when in reality you might be very good you're just with a very demanding person and that has very high standards and if you learn to rise to those standards, you will eventually be very good. Sometimes being unhappy is just a function of your ego adjusting to being in a law firm and having your work criticized, and, and learning how to be much, learning how to become a more effective attorney. It's not often the problem with the practice area. And there's other things I could talk about with practice areas too. I will give you some hints about how to um, switch practice areas. One thing I will say: if you do go to a recruiting firm. To switch practice areas, it's probably not the best thing to do because even though I certainly make a living placing people, if you have experience in a certain practice area, a well-defined practice area, most law firms are not going to hire you through a recruiting firm if you're trying to switch practice areas because they will hire people that have experience in one practice area through the recruiter. So the, if a recruiter is trying to place you, you're a stellar attorney that has a great background. You're at a big firm, and you want to go from corporate to litigation. That's just not a good. It's not a good use of anyone's time to work with a recruiter. And the reason is very simple. It's because recruiters are selling essentially people that have. certain skill set. And if you don't have that skill set, just because you are at a big firm and you may have great academics and so forth, there's no reason that a firm is going to hire someone that doesn't have experience in a practice area and wants to switch. It's just they don't use recruiters for that. That's like hiring a law student through a recruiter. And that doesn't happen either. You have to do most of the stuff you have to do on your own. And I'm going to give you some tips about how to do it on your own. Now, have I? is it possible to switch... Practice areas, if you have one specialty and there's a subspecialty within that practice area, yes, so you can use a recruiter for that. An example would be if you're an M&A attorney and you want to do general corporate, yes, you can use a recruiter. If you're a commercial litigation attorney and you want to do go to a firm where you're going to do a mix of product liability and employment litigation, yes, you can use a recruiter for that because those are That's the same type of work. What I'm talking about is making a switch from maybe a litigation type practice area to a transactional practice area, transactional to litigation or just a complete switch, which would be doing litigation to doing all environmental, those sorts of switches you can't use a recruiter. And, and so switching to practice area, obviously, is something you can do. I, I will talk a lot about that today. When I get done with this PowerPoint, I will also, when we take questions, I'll open up a, a Word document and tell you how to do it. But in general, one of the things I just wanted to the offer is anytime you want to switch practice areas, meaning you want to do something at another firm that you're doing much different than what you're doing now, you're almost always going to need to move to a firm that's probably not as prestigious as the one you're at or in a smaller market. And that's those are two big things to remember. And I can talk more about that in, in a little bit. And, and one final point is, if you're trying to switch practice areas, uh, it really has a lot to do with the kind of person you are and your type of what, what motivates you and what where you're coming from as an individual. Certain people enjoy conflict; they enjoy telling other people that they're dumb or poking holes in other people's arguments and arguing and being seen. And th- those are good jobs for litigators. And there's certain types of litigators and there's that that are very good at that and enjoy it. And there's people that don't. And if you have a personality that's not like that, you may not belong in a litigation practice area. And thinking about doing something else is perfectly fine in switching practice areas. Other people don't like the kind of detail and extremely complex clerical work that a lot of corporate type work involves. And they're just not naturally built for that. And they detest it, and then it's not for them, and that's okay. So maybe another kind of work for you, a litigation or something else. So there's nothing wrong with changing practice areas and feeling like you need to. But my point is that I covered at the beginning... Because I think that a lot of people end up switching practice areas or wanting to switch practice areas for reasons that aren't related to to the practice area. Many times they're related to their general dislike of practicing law, being just all sorts of different things. Okay, so here's some tips just to change practice areas. This was written a long time ago and I have... A lot of other knowledge that have since then. Here it says the transaction, a legal practice area can take one to two years. It can, but you can also do it very quickly. It doesn't matter. One of the things is if you do switch practice areas, this is, you really want to have an understanding of what the practice area you're interested in is. Everyone kind of has this experience with certain types of. Knowledge that they encounter throughout their lives, and where you will be very interested in something. I don't know what that is for you. I was just before this call. I was looking at a, a test in chemistry. I think that my uh, daughter had taken, and it was just perfect, and, and she's very gifted in it. the, the Chemistry is like the last thing in the world I enjoyed doing when I was in high school. And certain people are gravitate towards chemistry. Other people with the law are very interested in tax law. So I was. Someone that really understood what was going on in tax law. I don't know why, but I did. But I didn't understand other practice or other classes in law school as well. So certain practice areas will likely appeal to you. And just looking at a list of practice areas is something that may appeal to you. And you may actually feel a real drive to be an employment defense, a plaintiff's attorney, or to be a personal injury attorney or to be a tax attorney or to be a, a litigator, commercial litigator, to be a constitution, all sorts of practice areas may appeal to you. And what you should think is you should, a practice area that appeals to you and that's a natural fit for you should be something that would interest you to sit down and read a book on a Friday night. And I hate to say that, but it's really the truth. It should be something that, that you're naturally motivated to and where it's to you the whole idea of. Of working in that practice area is fun. And it's not work. It's interesting. And it's something that you like. And if you have that sort of enthusiasm, when you're looking at the practice area and what those attorneys do, that's a very good sign because you're going to do well. That's going to come across some people in your view. And you're probably going to do very well in that practice area. Anybody that's successful at anything likes what they do and they like the subject matter of what they do. So obviously, I like this subject matter of recruiting and legal recruiting, and it's good. But if I didn't, I don't know where where I'd be. So the you need to, whatever you're doing, it needs to appeal to you. And the practice area that you choose needs to appeal to you. And the and you need to see, be excited that the more this knowledge unfolds and the more you learn and the more you become an authority, the more excited you're going to be. I had an experience years ago where I was talking to an attorney that had become very successful. And I just saw them on the Wall Street Journal yesterday. And, and this person had, from the time they were a law student, had been keeping a file of cases in the certain practice area. And when they got out of law school, they didn't get a job in that practice area. They got out another one, but they kept seeing cutouts and all these and they just were very interested in it. And and because of that, they ended up becoming eventually working themselves into a position where that's all they did is that practice area and became a national figure doing it. And so I think that your interest in something is very important. Like you have to, if you want to switch practice areas and you have a reason for doing it, you have to be interested. It's not just that your practice area is not safe and people aren't hiring or there's more money in another practice area. It needs to be something that you're interested in because whatever practice area you want to do and whatever practice area is interesting to you, you will do well in if you throw yourself into it. It doesn't matter what the practice area is. It can be anything. It doesn't matter. If you like the practice area, you will do well. Some people are very motivated by, a trust in estates. It's not something that would interest me, but some people are just very interested and in they love it and they relish the idea of sitting down with people and helping them plan their death These are things that people really enjoy. And so you have to really enjoy what you're doing. I remember when I was in high school, I had this counselor, not counselor, but advisor, like a teacher advisor. And and he was talking to me about someone in a class for me, I think, or maybe a couple classes that had gone to Some Ivy League college, it might have been Harvard or Yale or something, but he was saying that this person got in just because they had this huge passion for studying bugs, which I thought was always thought was very interesting. They studied bugs independently. They went to conferences about them. And very few people are committed to any types of subjects. So this person was able to get into this great school without the best grades and, and all that because they had they, they were motivated by something and became very well known. So the point is that studying and being interested in something really makes a difference. And it should appeal to you. If you see a book in a bookstore about your practice area or something related to it, it should appeal to you. And you should be interested. And I remember I became interested in litigation as a practice area because I read a book by Katie if you can believe it. She wrote a book called, I think, The Trial Lawyers. And I read it when I was in law school just in, in the summer. And it was like the most exciting book I ever read. And then I went and did an independent study and did all this stuff and helped teach it. I was very interested in it. The point is that you have to be interested in the practice area that you're in. And mean it should appeal to you naturally. And you should really want to do it and that i think is the first thing and if you have something like that interests you then maybe switching a practice area does make sense but it has to appeal to you i meet people all the time that say they want to do something they want to do anything but the practice area that they're in They and you have to be motivated at some sort of level to be really good at anything because if you're really good with anything you will seek out information you will make connections other people won't and you're talking about career and this is something you're going to do presumably for a long time so if you're going to switch practice areas you want to make sure that it's something that you're very interested in because most people in the world are just kicking the can down the road and that doesn't work you need to be focused and interested in what you're doing
0: do you want to grow your legal career a lateral move might be the right choice to get you on track for your career goals Working with a legal placement firm like BCG Attorney Search can open doors for you and help you live the life you dream of. If you're looking for a new legal job, send us your resume so we can help. Visit www.bcgsearch.com and click on Submit Resume to be paired with one of our legal placement professionals who will work tirelessly on your behalf to get you your dream legal job. Submit your resume to www.bcgsearch.com to get started today.
1: The next thing is to find a mentor. So if you are interested in a certain practice area and you think you are, and once you've investigated everything, then you need to start talking to people that are interested in that practice area. And what that means is you can do informational interviews with people. You can talk to people that do that type of work. You can go to conferences. You can talk to people that you went to law school with. it. You have to find people that do that. Many times you can do that within your own firm and if, if you talk to partners in your own firm and they're doing that practice area, and you ask them for work, or you volunteer to help them with things, and then they oftentimes will help you. So, one of the things you can always do is, if you are, if you do it well, is to switch within your own firm. And many times, firms will also allow that. They don't. You have to be very careful about that. Going and just asking to switch practice areas can be very dangerous because they essentially have hired you to do one thing. And if you want to do something else, that kind of scares them because then they need to hire another resource. It's just, it's not always the best thing, but you can certainly do that. But I think the best way to do it first is often to try to get a mentor in another practice area or talk to them and, and see if they can give you work or and that sort of thing. And a mentor is very helpful. It doesn't even have to be someone that you're currently in your current firm. It could be someone outside your firm. But getting an understanding of your practice area from those sorts of people and seeing if the things that they talk about, the challenges of their job and the things that they don't, they do resonate with you. And so just you have to look for people many times in your community and just and speak with them. And then another thing to, that you can do, too, that I think is helpful it's not just writing. It's also speaking. But many times when you if you're able to write for an article or something about the practice area that's interesting to you and submit it somewhere that can be helpful, It may seem a little odd to you to do that. But again, if you're interested in a practice area, getting involved to some extent and getting out there is going to help you because it's going to show an interest. And in order for someone to hire you in a different practice area, it is important many times that you show an interest in it. Networking is similar to getting a mentor. If you are interested in a different practice area, then joining different associations within your bar, talking to other people that do it, meeting friends and, or making friends with people at other firms that are in that practice area is a great way to do that. And there are a lot of practice areas where where I believe that these kind of tips of networking, of studying the practice area and getting involved are very important. One of them, by the way, is entertainment law. I can think of numerous people that I know that became entertainment attorneys, in some cases, switch practice areas. The way they did it was they started going to all sorts of events related to entertainment, whether it was entertainment professionals groups or groups of entertainment attorneys. I'm thinking of one guy who was kind of funny. He was a family law attorney and had a very successful practice. And he started going to all these music law things and then did found a mentor, someone that did it. And went and asked some questions and and spent time with them and then studied entertainment-related work and his free time and wrote articles, and and, which was funny because the guy was not an entertainment attorney. He was, I think, a family law attorney in the San Fernando Valley of Los Angeles uh, who had been doing it for 15 years. So you can make a... And the same kind of thing too, by the way, I've seen with people switching to entertainment law, they typically will start asking work from work for people that have entertainment-related work. And then they will start reading entertainment related public like a hollywood reporter they used to get and that was just a magazine or like a newspaper and then going out to networking so this is how if you're switching to practice here you need to and you go to bar events you start networking and you get involved with other people doing it and then you find groups and then you try to find mentors and you do all these things and it can work very well and then once you're associated with that group, your enthusiasm for that really comes to the surface. Now, I want to contrast what I'm talking about with this entertainment with people that often will try to go into corporate when they're in litigation. And and many times they'll just show up and say, I want to be a corporate attorney, or I want to do this. And they don't really understand that in order to make that switch, you need to put on the appearance and network and find people interested and adopt their, and, and do all these things that I'm talking about. Because Anybody can want to do something, but it's the difference between wanting to do something and making it happen. So one thing that they that you need to do is you need to almost form yourself and put on the appearance of someone that already is that and be around people that are doing it, learn the way they talk and how they think. And it's just, there's a whole kind of way to do it. And then you can also just see all in the practice here. That's not really going to get you very far. But if you're interested in that, then you should definitely do it. I certainly look at courses and different things all the time. I still take... I, I'm very interested in this business and business as well. And I take courses all the time. And, and I do that because it's helpful and keeps your knowledge base up. But so you also want to do that if you can, the new practice area. You can certainly use Google alerts and sign up for newsletters and things related to things that are happening in the practice areas and read news. In most practice areas, there's different bar associations related to it, whether they're national or local. And so that can be helpful. And then you want to learn how the business works. So business is an important component of all practice areas. I was interested in entertainment law, for example, for a long time, but then I wasn't. And the reason I wasn't was because I realized that most of the work is if you're doing work, most people want to go to work for stars and that sort of thing. And, and if you do work for celebrities, then a lot of the work that they do for them is very kind of short term. It's not when you work like in a big firm and you're working on huge cases that are generating millions of dollars. You're often working on contracts that are generating a few thousand dollars here and a few thousand there. And it's a very difficult way to for a lot of uh, people to make a living. It's not to say that they don't, but the type of entertainment law that I was exposed to, it wasn't a good way to make a living from the business side of things. And so I wasn't interested, but some people are. You have to understand uh, the business and how it works and whether or not it's a good long-term fit for you. And because if you're in a big firm right now, that's a good business. The big firm is a good business, but is a certain practice areas may not necessarily be a good business. So those are things to understand. And then again, the new network is important. This is a very good way to get positions. It's a very good way to switch practice areas. I've known people, a lot of people that have just through networking have managed to switch practice areas. Many times late in their career. When I say late, I mean with 10 plus years of experience just by people that they knew and then those people moved to a new firm or or, and then were able to connect them to to something. So even other friends that are attorneys can often help you into a new position. So there's a network can be very helpful in that regard. And then uh, of course your old network is important as well, but the people that you know there and asking them for advice and then and your old network is fine as well. And then structure, of course, is important. This is just, it's not that important to what I'm saying, but if you do want to switch practice areas, you have to put consistent time into it. And you have to make sure you have structure that's going to continually expose you to the ideas of the new practice area, of the search that so you need to do, the learning. And so you just kind of bond your own rock because you're really trying to make a transition. And in order to do that, you need to change as well. So I'm going to talk a little bit right now about some of the, uh, I don't know what exactly this has to do with this article, with an article. It's funny, but I did look at it, I thought it was fun. So I will talk about it in terms of switching practice areas and what type of practice areas you can switch into. And this really does detail a lot of the easier ones to switch into. And I'll talk a little bit about why they're easy and why they're often good choices for people. If you're thinking about switching practice areas, thinking about starting your own firm, whatever you're thinking is great. So family law is a great practice area that you can switch into. I've seen corporate attorneys do it. I've seen tax attorneys do it. I've seen commercial litigators at major law firms do it. I've seen all sorts of people do it. It can be a very profitable practice area. It can involve... It's interesting from their perspective that a lot of it is very confrontational, but it's litigation, but it's also... It can be tax law it can be trust in the states law it can be corporate law it can be every sort of practice area there is i think a lot of attorneys go into this and set up their own practices and do very well they can be it doesn't matter where you
0: went to law school do you want to take back control of your legal career we have a solution for you harrison barnes the number one legal recruiter with over 20 years of experience hosts weekly webinars followed by live Q&A sessions every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. These webinars are packed with helpful information that you can use to advance your legal career. Best of all, after each webinar, Harrison stays for as long as needed in order to answer every question.
1: The clients are really not that concerned about it. And it's usually a very good practice here to open up your own practice with or just to go into. People will spend a lot of money on family law attorneys and there's just a lot of activity there. We, as a placement firm, it's a very active practice area, but it can be a very good practice area if you're ever thinking about switching practice areas and you want some sort of... People also don't like it because it can be very personal and ugly and all sorts of things but this is a practice area that a lot of people switch into often from major law firms so it's uh, in smaller law firms and you can really switch into it at almost any time in your career whether senior or junior you are so it's a good practice area Consumer law is another big one. This is a, I don't know why it's such a big practice area. I don't, again, I do know why, but there's definitely a lot of demand for these types of attorneys in this practice area. This is another one that a lot of people go into from big firms and small firms. This could be suing people for suing companies for some sort of act or consumer fraud, all sorts of different related sorts of things. Lemon law is another one of them. We work with lemon law firms and I never even realized what a big practice area this is. Some of these attorneys make very good lemons as much as attorneys in major law firms as associates. Insurance law tends to be very easy to switch into as well. And these are low-hanging fruit. Insurance, there's insurance defense is the name of the practice area, but there's also bad faith insurance and insurance firms will often, insurance defense firms will hire people often from other practice settings and other practice areas. And that can be, if you're thinking, if you're interested in litigation, is another one that can be good. Criminal law is another one that is pretty easy to switch into. These, you can open your own practice doing it, even without a lot of experience defending DUIs and things. And these are can be very profitable. Not only profitable, but maybe something that you're interested in. And generally it's better to get government experience. I think prior to, Uh, doing this but people do it anyway so that's another one civil rights is another one this can be another good practice area something that might be interested in to, to you to switch into and these are all the ones that i mentioned all have very low barriers to entry a lot of people do that i know lots of personal injury attorneys that do very well that have been partners at the largest firms in the country that went and did this there, there's a lot of personal injury attorneys out there that do very well this is what's fun about personal injury is it can there's different ways of practicing it but a lot of it is, is more just about marketing for a lot of them this is the way they think it's about marketing bringing people in very few cases go to trial many personal injury attorneys will tell you that over 98 percent of the cases that they bring in settle which is pretty astonishing. And it's even more astonishing when you consider that the fees that they charge are 40% plus cost, and so it's gonna it be a very lucrative practice area. Estate planning is another one that's fairly easy to get into. You can get into estate planning without a lot of formal training and to learn it fairly quickly. Now, it is a very advanced practice area, meaning there's some people that are very good at it, and there's major firms doing it, but a lot of people can get in the ground floor and develop very sophisticated practices. I talked to estate planning attorneys all the time that have their own practices that are earning them individually with one or two paralegals, well over a million dollars a year. And and I run into people like this all the time. And it's a very good practice area. And you can learn it and be self-taught. It's you certainly can take courses. But if you were ever thinking about opening your own practice or going to work for someone and learning a skill and then doing that, this is a very easy one. I like estate planning because it does involve a lot of client contact. But it also, if you're motivated, if your mind thinks like a corporate attorney, then it's also a very good practice area because it, it tends to be more transactional than a lot of other practice areas and some people like that. Again, I can't tell you just going through some of these practice areas. We have estate planning, personal injury. Yeah, I can't tell you how many success stories I've seen for people doing family law. For example, I've countless success stories. of people that come from the largest firms and done it and the smallest firms and done it and just very good livings doing this. Same thing with consumer law, insurance, criminal law, not as much, but you can certainly do very well doing that. Civil rights, same thing. Personal injury, I know lots of extremely successful people doing this. I don't understand a lot about it, but I know it's a very good practice area for people to be in. Same thing with the state planning. And I run into very successful estate planning attorneys all the time that have done that. Bankruptcy is another good one. I don't know as much about switching into that as do a practice area. I remember I had a girl working for me just she graduated from I think UCLA, couldn't find a job. I don't know why. She was good at there was nothing wrong with her, but I just probably wasn't looking hard enough. And uh, so I hired her as a uh, from UCLA after she'd been out of, graduated for maybe six months. And then uh, she worked for us, just in our legal department at our company for maybe six months and then quit. And then a couple of months later, someone forwarded me a link and she'd started her own bankruptcy firm. And then I looked her up another a year later and she's and their bankruptcy firm was had all these attorneys in and it, was very successful. I had the same thing happen with another guy hired that started up that worked for me for like maybe a year and then started a personal injury firm. And and then I looked that up and had it was like a picture of him on fifteen people that worked for him and saying he'd gotten three or $400 million in settlements and trials. And So I just, these practices here, I just want everyone to understand when I'm saying you can switch them. Regardless of how difficult your career has been to date, I've seen people that you would not think would be, have done that, start very successful practices doing this. I'm thinking of another woman that I know several people that have started, that have worked for me, that started family law firms. One woman started a very successful firm, I think, in Pasadena. I think another one did, too. And I don't know if it in Pasadena, but in the West. The but people just, I think there's a lot to these uh, practice areas if you're looking to switch. And especially if you're looking to ever start your own firm. Employment law is another one. Uh, a lot of people will... Start employment law practices as plaintiffs' employment attorneys, or sometimes you will start them as defense attorneys. Employment law is a very interesting practice area because what happens with employment law, and it's a, it's actually how, if you believe it or not, Quinn Emanuel started as an employment law firm. And the way it works is, if you start an employment law firm, you can take cases for a very low price. Meaning you'll instead of charging three hundred dollars an hour, you'll tell you'll charge the company one fifty and. And then do a good job. And then the more of those you do, then eventually you say, can I have some of your commercial litigation? They give you their commercial litigation. And then you do well with that. And suddenly your commercial litigation firm, And then suddenly you have a huge firm. So you can do that. You can also do plaintiff's work. I know a lot of people that do that as plaintiffs and make very good livings and so that can be a very good practice area and then business law is i do know people it's harder but i know people that have started their own firms representing lots of small companies and just doing their general corporate work i met a man maybe Eight or nine years ago, I was meeting him for a dinner for some reason. For He was an investment advisor at that point, but he'd been at a firm and, and started his own and broken off and basically charged a bunch of clients retainers. So he was bringing in, I think, a million and a half dollars a year and retainers for just going around and helping companies with their basic stuff and tax and those sorts of things. So business law is another good one. These practice areas, by the way, are just ones that are fun that you can always switch practice areas in the reason I brought these ones up is because they're kind of practice areas where where you can anybody can switch into them, I believe, to do so successfully. And I've seen if you're unhappy in a firm, if you're unhappy in your current practice area and you're ever thinking about going into a practice area where you can do it on your own, those are good practice areas. Or where you can get a job without experience in those practice areas, those are all great practice areas. And I've seen countless success stories, including in almost every one of these practice areas, people that worked for me as attorneys going back to the practice of law on their own, starting their own firms and doing it, all to be highly recommended. So I will take a quick break. When I come back, we'll do questions. You can ask questions about switching practice areas. There's certainly a lot more I can talk about related to that. Or we can you can ask questions about any, any other questions you may have relevant to your career.
0: That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com.